reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus left Jericho with his disciples and a large crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting at the side of the road. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout and to say, Son of David, Jesus, have pity on me. And many of them scolded him and told him to keep quiet. But he only shouted all the louder, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him here. So they called the blind man. Courage, they said, get up. He is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he jumped up and went to Jesus. And Jesus spoke, What do you want me to do for you? Rabboni, the blind man, said to him, Master, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has saved you. And immediately his sight returned, and he followed him along the road. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Great. So today's readings, my dear brothers and sisters, and the Gospel are very beautiful. I'm sure you've heard many times the story of Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus is the son of Timaeus. And if you look carefully at the text today, you'll see that his story is our story. And if you take the time to read the gospel today, you'll see that Jesus is talking about us. And we, we find it hard to recognize it because we live in a, in a world which wants to refuse our dependency upon something greater than us. But we are blind and we're helpless. We're beggars in the spiritual world at least. And to recognize that we are blind and we are a beggar is the beginning paradoxically of freedom and happiness and a path to follow Jesus. So when Jesus was in Jericho, he was leaving the town, Bartimaeus was there sitting, begging, and he, was, he had no direction in life. And he sees Jesus and he follows Jesus, and he followed him on the way. The first Christians weren't called Christians or Catholics, they were called people of the way. So when Mark wrote this gospel, because it was Peter that dictated the gospel of Mark, it's the way of the cross. There were people of the way. When you follow Jesus, you have to expect that it leads to Jerusalem. And actually the next chapter immediately is Jesus entered Jerusalem. So first of all, where the setting of today's gospel is Jericho. If you've ever been to the Holy Land, have the grace of going there. When you leave Jerusalem, you go down, down, down into the earth. The lowest place on earth is where Jericho is. It's 250 meters below sea level. And it's the oldest town in the world. And it's a very famous town in the Bible. But basically it's known for a place where there's resistance to God. Where a place of sin, a place of far away from Jerusalem, far away from God's light. It's a place where Jesus comes to get the sinners. Whether it be uh, Zacchaeus or Bartimaeus or the others. 
And it's, it's kind of like evocative of today's world. We, often we live more in Jericho than we do in Jerusalem because Jericho is the culture we're in today which blinds us to the invisible. The secular world can see the scientific, the measurable very, very well. But it's blind to the spiritual and to the deeper and to the invisible principles of our life. So, but, uh, 10 points about Bartimaeus, and then I'll finish speaking, like 10 fingers. So, Bartimaeus, he gets who Jesus is. Despite all the crowds around, this is the man I want to follow. He will give me hope, he will give me healing, he will give me direction in life. Second of all, he asks for help. In today's world, it's kind of, especially if you're a man, asking for help is like embarrassing. Especially when men are driving, it's famously. Of course, you got a GPS today, no worries. But GPS can go bad as well. So, asking for help. I need help. And we're in a culture of self-affirmation and self-assertion. I'm beautiful in every way. That's Christian Aguilera. I don't need your words. I don't need anybody else. On my own. But actually, we need each other. And we need God. Desperately. And third of all is... He begins with a beautiful prayer. The prayer we say every day, at, every day at Mass, every Sunday at Mass. Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy. You wonder where that came from. It's from the lips of a blind man, a blind beggar, who first of all said that beautiful prayer. It's a prayer not just for Sunday, but for every day. Because it's not a prayer where, God, you better do this for me, or I'm going to sulk for two years. No, Lord have mercy on me. And for some reason... That prayer just melts the heart of Jesus. And the crowd tell him to, to zip it. They rebuke him. They say, you're annoying us. You're noisy. They criticize him. That might sound familiar. If you stand up for your faith today, you will be laughed at. You will be rebuked. You will be criticized. You will be ridiculed. But we see that Bartimaeus persists even more. When people taunt him, it makes him even more determined. And one of the great gifts of the Bible is perseverance, persistence. He clings on and he's desperate to touch and to get close to Jesus. And perseverance is so important in prayer. St. Augustine says, perseverance is what makes our heart grow wide. If God gave us everything straight away, we'd be like spoiled children. When you have to wait for something, your heart grows and you appreciate it. And you can receive it better. Then we see number six. Jesus calls him. He receives a call. But if he's already calling for Jesus. It means already that call was in his heart. If you came to mass today. You have to make that effort to come. It's great. But deep inside. The main reason you're here is because. Jesus called you. There's an attraction. There's something here that can feed my soul. That's aching. I need him. I need to be close to him. Some people feel that more than others. Others are desperate. Others are here because, okay, mom, let's get this over with. But most of us are here because that calling, Jesus is already calling us. And number seven, we see he throws off his cloak. Now, this is a symbol of baptism, but it's also a symbol of letting go of the old habits, letting go of our things that stink. The things that are dirty and hold us back. And with, with enthusiasm, he lets go. It's not easy to let go of habits or things that are bringing us down. And number eight, 
Jesus asks this amazing question. What do you want me to do for you? That might not sound like much, but think about it. If Jesus asked you that question today, or put yourself in the position of Bartimaeus, what would you honestly ask Jesus? My mortgage, please pay it. Or a new car. But what would you really say to Jesus? What's really at the bottom of your heart? What would you like me to do for you? And a hint is, don't make it material. Ask him something that will really fill you, not just on this earth, but something that will last for eternity. And Bartimaeus asks, I want to see. But we'll see afterwards that it's not just seeing with his eyes. He wants to see salvation. He wants to see the path to Jerusalem. He wants to follow Jesus. He wants to see a meaning in his life. He wants to see direction. He wants to see things like God sees it. And that's the wonderful gift. And what's amazing with Bartimaeus is that he expects it to happen. He expects transformation. And that's what makes his prayer beautiful. It's not like, Lord, if there's any chance, maybe in a million, no, give it to me. I want it. And it's a very, that's the kind of prayer that Jesus touches the heart of Jesus. It's audaciousness with humility as well. Mixed together. Makes a lovely kick. Finally, he follows him on the way. He becomes a disciple. It's not just, I got my miracle. See you later, Jesus. He begins to follow him on the way to Jerusalem to follow to carry the cross with him to go on that journey with Jesus which is the only journey through this broken world that we live in so we ask you Jesus today to give us the wisdom and the sight that Bartimaeus has we have two eyes most of us here but we're blind most of the time we can't see the gifts that God gives us we can't see the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist we can't see the beauty of our family mother, father, sons, daughter, husband, wife their gifts and yet we're blind to see it Open our eyes, Lord, that we may see and follow you on the way to Jerusalem.